This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, so we are in part two of our series and we're going to be discussing Hadas and Arava. Arava, Hadas and Arava require a lot of attention because many times we could have a very kosher etrog and a very kosher lulav but we just think the Hadassim and Aravod, we take them out of the package and that's it. And we're going to see it requires a lot of attention. So number one, let's get right into it. Dine Hadassim and Tafresh Bimvav. The main thing when you buy a Hadass, and the main characteristic of a Hadass, is of course that its leaves have to be Mishulash. Mishulash means tripled. Now what does that mean, the, le- the leaves be tripled? If you have a hadas, I only have a picture of a hadas over here, because it's still early in the season, we weren't able to get a hadas, and if people could try to get us in a trog next week, that would be great. So look over here, these are hadasim. What, are, what does that mean, that the leaves have to be tripled? The whole, the whole um, every single, every single, we'll call it kan, which is every single set, has to be triple leafed. If it's not triple leafed, the Gemara calls it a hadas shote. Literally, that means a wayward hadas. And it's not kosher. That, let's say you have two leaves that come out from one uh, on, 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 uh, on one level and then the third leaf is on top of it, it's pasul. Now, to have properly uh, uh, a proper hadas that's mishulash, there's different levels. What's called mishulash? What's called that it's on, on a... On a certain, uh, uh, on a certain, uh, on the same, on the same level. As I mentioned to you last week, that when I was in Eretz Israel, between Tzom uh, Gedalia and Sukkot, you could find me with the Arbata Minim that I was sitting with uh, my Rabbanim, and I would watch them how they paskin on lulav and itrog, but not only on the itrog and not only on the lulav. But many people would come with questions on Hadassim because literally you have people that will stand by buckets of Hadassim. Here you don't get that. You just get it in packages. But they'll stand by buckets of Hadassim looking for the beautiful Hadass. What are they looking for? It's important. It's beautifying Hashem's mitzvah. What are they looking for the proper Hadass? That on the, on, the, on the nest of the three, they have the leaves have to come out by the same point. But what does that mean they have to come out at the same point? Let's say it's a little bit off. So here... There's a very famous statement from the Chazonish that the Chazonish said, as long as there's a kav, a line that crosses and intersects between all three stems, it's kosher. Okay? That's what the Chazonish, uh, uh, the Chazonish brought down in a couple places. The Chidushim Mubiyum of Rav Chaim Greinerman brings this down on Masechet Sukkah. Siman Hay. And 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 this there there are the, the, this is what the accepted psak is according to the Chazonish that as long as the leaves are on on a similar line which means like this I'll, I'll show you in the picture over here there's A B and C A is a perfect intersecting of of the of the bottom stem that is that is that is the same B if you notice, it's not perfectly aligned, but if you would put draw a line in the middle between where the leaf comes out, there's this little stem. I wish I had a das here to show you, but you can see from the picture, a little stem comes out, and the other stem that's a little above it, but if you would draw a line, it would intersect. That's what the Chazinish called the Mishulash. Whereas in picture number C, it doesn't even intersect. 
And that would not be considered a hadas meshulash. So that's the difference between uh, what's called intersecting or not. Even if it's not exactly uh, um, aligned, it's still going to be okay. So that's very important to remember. Now, yeah, so it's going to be very important to remember. Yes? It's for every leaf. Uh, oh, every so we're going to see about every single leaf. What, how, much of the, uh, how much do you have to have? Which is why you're going to have grade A, grade B, and grade C hadasim. Not only that, there are certain packages, if you spend more money and order them in advance, you have double A and triple A, like in the batteries. Triple A means is that we'll, we'll see the different levels of, of mehudar. But that's the most important part of Mishras. When you see people checking Ahadas, I would see people with a string, that they would be passing a string because they didn't want to rely on the Chazanish. They wanted exactly. I heard in the name of Rav David Salavechik, the Rashiva of Brisk, that he doesn't, he didn't make so much effort in Hadassim as much as people would think the briskers would stand hours and hours. As long as for him it looked Mishulash, that would be okay. But what we try to find is at least a Chazunish, that there is a little bit of an intersecting line. And even according to the Chazunish, it doesn't mean the bump on the tree. It means the actual stem has to intersect. There's a little bit to explain orally, but the actual stem has to intersect and, 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 and not the bump that's, that's, that, that, that's on the tree that's, that's more than that. So if that would be the case, if you have a hadas, how much of the hadasim have to be meshulash? What makes it mehudar? And what makes it grade 2? And what makes it grade, grade, grade C? And what's, and what's a failing grade? What's an F? Yeah? So it's like this. How, there's, this is going to be different levels. It gets a little bit mixed up over here. But how, how tall does a hadas have to be? The Mishnah says it has to be three tfachim. Three tefachim. Each tefach is a handbreadth. Now, there's a machlok at what's called, what's how big a, how, how big tefachim are. There's the sheer, uh, there's the sheer um, of of a regular tefach. We'll call it Rav Chaim sheer, which is that the tefachs didn't get bigger. That's the, or the tefachs are are pretty much smaller, which is which is uh, which is uh, ten centimeters each tefach, which would mean thirty centimeters which 30 centimeters comes out to 11.8 inches, okay? Almost a foot. That's how tall minimally a hadas have to be. The chazonish was more machmir. I'm sorry, that's the shear of the of the chazonish. I'm sorry. In other words, according to the chazonish, 30 centimeters, which is 11.8 inches. Rav Chaim Noe held it had to be only 24 centimeters, which is 9.45 inches. And Rav Moshe Feinstein was of the opinion that if it's 27 centimeters, which is 10.63 inches. So it ranges in between a little bit under 10 inches to a little bit under 12 inches. So some Hadassim you'll find on the package. You just, I want you to learn how to read what's on the package at least. At least you should know what's on the package. There's going to be Hadassim that are Shir Chazonish and Hadassim Shir Rab Chaim Noi. Shir Chazonish means... The 12 inches are Mishulash, and Shir Chaim Noe is that 10 inches are Mishulash, more or less. Not only that, not only that, not only that, you have the amount of Mishulash in order to be Lechatchila, Mehudar, is Kulo Mishulash, fully Mishulash. But let's say you only have rubo meshulash. 
let's say you have only have the majority of it as Mishulah. What is the majority? Let's go with the Shir Chazanish of 12 inches. You'll have six, 6.1 inches or 6 inches because it's a little bit less than 12 inches. So already 6 inches is going to be Mishulash. That's going to be Kasher according to the Chazanish. And according to Chaim Noy, which is going to be the bare bones, bare bone minimum, it's, you're going to have to have um, half of 9.45. Mr. Mathematics, how much would that turn out? 5.26 or something. That's two five. That's going to be the min two three actually. It's going to be the minimum five inches and twenty three. It has to be the minimum that is mishulash. If that's not mishulash, not kosher. If you made a bracha on those hadasim, it's a bracha levatala. Now, turns out that if you're going to get a package that says rov mishulash according to Rav Chaim Noe, you know that you bought a beat up Chevy. That's what it is. You bought a bare-bone minimum hadasim. You could have a $200 etrog. It's a bare-bone minimum hadasim. If you get kulo chazonish, you got yourself a Porsche. Okay? Now, there's different levels. There's going to be Porsches, Bentleys, and as I saw this week, a Rolls-Royce SUV. As a matter of fact, a Rolls-Royce SUV Rolls-Royce parked in back of me by the doctor's office. It was valet. So um, when I, on my way out, I just said, okay, here, give, give me the keys to my car. So he gave me my Yukon uh, 2004. I said, no, no, it's, I'm the other car. <laughs> he didn't believe me. <laughs> he didn't believe me. You weren't wearing your Rolex. What? I wasn't wearing my Rolex. Yeah, I wasn't wearing my Rolex. So <laughs> either way, you want to try to get to the, to the Rolls Royce. So how do you get to the Rolls Royce? So this gets a little trickier. You have to have Kulo Chazanish. You have 12 inches that are Meshulash. Not easy. What's 12 inches Meshulash? Let's say you have a very long Hadas that's 15 inches. And you have 12 inches Meshulash, but you have to skip. It's Mehuder, but not a Rolls Royce. It's not a Rolls Royce Mehuder. We'll call it, we'll, we'll call it a Ferrari. Okay? You want a top of the line, if you have Kulo Chazanish, it means straight Meshulash all the way through. And even then you have levels, because it's Meshulash not like the Chazanish, Meshulash like the Chazanish, you understand, you're going to have levels. You have Meshulash, Chazanish, Kulo, in a row, you're good. <laughs> and it's hard to find, you're not going to get them in packages, because they took them out of those packages. They gave them to ones who are, are willing to spend more money. So that's the different levels that we have in Hadassim. So far, so good. We're following. So Hadassim, you have to have Kulo Meshulish. What happens if the leaves are missing? As long as you have two on the two of the leaves there and one is missing, so it's still going to be kosher, but you should try to have uh, at least rove that is, that, uh, that, 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 is, that is not missing. If the head is chopped off of the Hadass, uh, it's better to get another one, but some posts can say it's kosher, but it's better to get another one. We'll see by a, by a lulav, it's puzzle if it's niktam. And by a, by, by a rava and by a trog also, it's, it's puzzle. But um, by a das, it, it's a machloket. Rove based on what's coming out from the... Rove is that you have to measure... The whole thing or what's coming out from no, the... No, one, one to the other, not... The egged, the part that's egged. No, you have to like measure... Uh, by, by me, what I have on my table on b- between the Yom and Yom, because I have different people ask me questions, I mark down on the table where it's 30 inches, where the Chazanish, where everything else, and I just put my uh, Hadas there and I get to see how long it is. You know, I, I also have a, one of these measuring sticks that has the Tfachim and everything on it. It's the, that's the Jewish one, yeah. You know, when I'm, when I'm measuring to put in a nail, I tell my son, three and a half Tfachim Chazanish, you know. <laughs> no, um, no, Hadas Meshulash also 
If one of the if one of the leaves fell off and two are left, you could left it, it could be left behind as long as you have um, as long as you have rove that that is mashulash. But let's say you have rove that's mashulash and the other one some leaves fell off. It's not it's not mahudr, but it's still okay. Okay. Um, next, what's called a, an, an arava? Now arava is very tricky because aravas look very simple and they are very simple if you just put a little bit of effort into them. First of all, what's an arava? The 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 Shulchan Aruch says that an arava arve nachal is one that its leaf mashuch kenachal it's long like a river upiv chalak and it's smooth on the edges odom and it's a red stem. Now, even if it's not a red stem, but it's a stem that's going to turn red or is a little red into it, it's fine. It's just it's a simon. It's a litmus test that it's a real arava. Doesn't mean that you have to have it red. That no, there's no hither as long as you know that it's okay. Now, they 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 these type of arava willow trees, they grow all over, and you have to make sure that the top is not chopped off, and that the and that the leaves are intact. The problem with aravot is that after a day or two, things fall fall out, and that's where people could get nailed. First of all, what's an arava? As I mentioned, a willow tree. There's something else called eucalyptus, an eucalyptus tree. They say the Maril Diskin originally said that eucalyptus trees uh, um, said, it, said it was okay in the Sefer Kashrut Arba Minim, but everyone argued on it. Pesach Frank argued on him in Hartzvi Yoradeh, in Kuf Be'alif, and many other poskim said that it's no good. And you know why? One of the reasons why they say it's no good? What's the characteristic of an Arava? An Arava has no taste and no smell. Eucalyptus taste, it smells it smells an eucalyptus. I don't know if you guys know what you can look it up afterwards. Yeah, what a, yeah a eucalyptus. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mention. I didn't say the right word. Eucalyptus. Whenever I say something wrong in English, you should know. I say my first language is French, and I speak better English in French. So when people speak to me in French, they know. Oh, you speak English. So I'm good. I'm covered. My uh, I'm covered. I'm covered. But, so the eucalyptus is. They're, they're yeah. Like, I have those trees in front of my house, and those are round. The leaves are more round. Yeah, but they're round, but still the Maril Diskin was enough to be considered an Arava. Now, there are those that are mummish, jagged on the edges. That you know is not a good uh, It's like roundish and jagged on the edges is for sure not Arava. You could have a jagged that's pointing up, little jaggeds, that you don't have to worry about. Usually, the Aravot that you're getting were are, are, are kosher Aravot. It's not too... It's, you got to try really hard to mess up on Aravot. But once you have them is the trick. And let me tell you the secret. Do not buy only one set of Aravot. At least three or four, and maybe five, and switch them generally. Rebel Yashiv would change his aravot every day. He would change them every day. Yes. What about hoshanot? is something totally different that you could buy when somebody comes around, and you could buy those hoshanot, and that's somebody. It's not. It's not a different mitzvah. It's a minig nevim that they used to take five hoshanot around the beta beta mikdash on, on hoshana rabba. What we're talking about is the same material. It's the same aravot, but why, why can't you buy extra aravots for hoshanot? Yeah, why not? You could do that. You could do that. And if you don't use them, you, you take five and you use them for Hashanot. That's perfectly fine. So that's what you have to do. You have to buy a lot of Aravot and keep on switching them. Trust me, listen to this. You'll have much better. That's why. Aravot that's dry or most of its leaves fell off, it's already no good. Some people think that you have a long one leaf remaining. It's okay. There is a shita like that. But Rav Ben-Sin and others, that it's better not to rely on that. Mishtabura says the Sifkatantet, Rav Alea. At least three tfachim of it that most of its leaves have to be there. But 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 um, 
But if, if, if the leaves are missing or the top is chopped off, it's no good. Some people try to get a love louvre on top, which is like, it's like a flower ends up on top. That just shows that it wasn't cut off. But even if you don't have that love louvre, it's fine. The main thing about Ravot is to make sure during the rest of the Chag that they stay intact. So that's a very, very uh, bekitzer about Hadassim and Aravot. Next week, we're starting Etrog. We'll probably take one or two Shurim to have a proper Etrog. Try to bring in your Etrogim if you could get any. Chazeku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.